Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, where we shine the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, Red Stripe, Caramed and Proven Investments Limited. A formal education is an expensive venture that many Jamaicans are unable to pursue without assistance. As part of their brand equity, education is a major priority for Burger King. Burger King has made a commitment to provide over $7 million towards advancement of education for some of the brightest minds Jamaica has to offer. Anna K. Hudson and Zara Ferguson have encountered their own difficulties and have triumphed over countless hurdles to achieve their dreams and aspirations. Anna K. and Zara, thank you for joining us on Impacting Jamaica. Thank you for having us. Thank, thank you for you. having us. All right. so. We're going to start with Anike, and Anike, you're going to tell us a little about yourself, where you're from, and what is your passion, and what motivates you to be successful? All right, thank you so much. So Anike Hudson is a 23-year-old fourth-year medical student who was from country, I come from St. Anne and I've been living in Kingston for the past, I don't know how many years, about 13 years now. Um, what encourages me to be successful is that I am about to be the first doctor in my family. And I take that with very, very high esteem. So I always keep working towards that goal, no matter what. So every morning when I get up and I go to school, I think about it like, you're going to be the first doctor host in the family. You have to do this. So that's what kind of keeps me going. I'm also a former festival queen for Kingston and St. Andrew. I'm a lover of culture, entertainment, everything that has to do with, with Jamaica. That's the, that's the kind of person I am. I love the performing arts and that's just what I do in my spare time. Okay, fabulous. You mentioned that you're from St. Anne. Uh, how many members yeah. of your family? Because you, you've said that you'd be the first doctor in your family. So give us a little, a brief background about where your family is coming from. So um, my dad is from Westmoreland. He's, he's currently a chef. And my mom is from Brownstone, St. Anne. And she's currently a guidance counselor. So she's one of the first persons in the family to have a degree. Um, everybody else is usually a farmer who, who isn't a farmer, they're probably just you know regular jobs, nothing too, too serious. I have aunts and uncles as well who would have gone about and done their degrees in, in economics and whatever. But when you speak about doctors, I, there's nobody else in the family who fits that description right now. All right, so what was the journey like for you growing up? Uh, which high school did you attend? Uh, what were some of the courses? And did you actually foresee that you wanted to become a medical doctor? Okay, so, so I always knew I wanted to be a doctor from when I was growing up. 
but I'm actually, I actually went to St. Anne's Bay Prep and then I left St. Anne and I moved to Kingston to live with my grandparents in downtown Kingston. And let me tell you, that was a shocker for me because I was coming from living in a quite sheltered environment where, you know, I had a taxi to come and pick me up and take me to school. And now I was taking the bus. I, 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 was, I was meeting new people. I, and then when I got to Campion College and I, I started to meet different people from different backgrounds, you know, different racial backgrounds, different cultural backgrounds, it was kind of a stir up for me. And it was very difficult because particularly living downtown and going to Campion, those two things don't seem to, to match. Like it doesn't sound like it makes sense. So I had to navigate going to a school where everybody's expecting you to come from above crossroads and living a life where you come from below crossroads and there's crime, there's violence, there's everything you can think of that's negative. And to be able to push through that and still attend campion, still do well in CSEC and Cape and still make it out of there to university is something that I would say is one of my greatest accomplishments. Well, being in fourth year at um, medical school is quite an accomplishment based on- yes, it is information that you're now giving me. I wonder yes. if Zaria could chime in now and you know, tell us about herself. What is her passion? What motivates her? Are you there? Of course, I'm here, I'm here. <clears throat> so <laughs> I am Zaria Ferguson as was aforementioned. I am currently in grade 13 at the Immaculate Conception High School where I am their outgoing deputy head girl. And in addition to that, I have held several other leadership positions in school, including my dance team, the school challenge quiz team, and also the heritage club. And uh, I'm a big STEM enthusiast. So I like all the sciences, I love math. And uh, I've won many awards in science subjects as well. And outside of academics, I love dancing. Dance is a huge part of my life. So I'm very involved in the performing arts. I dance with my school, I dance at church, and I dance with outside companies as well. Mm. And uh, I live with my mom, my dad, and my two younger sisters. I think All right. Saying? So is your, Something. are you a country girl? Did you come from the country like Anna Kato, you know, come to the country? What was, what was your journey like, you know, growing up? Where are you from? Okay, so I didn't exactly come from the country. I grew up in Kingston and St. Andrew. So I'm kind of used to here, used to the city life and all of that. So I grew up, as I said, with my mom, my dad, and my two younger sisters. And it's always just been us for most of it, really. And I attended the ELIM Early Childhood Development Center that's on Shortwood Road. And then after that, I went to Don Robin Primary School. That's close by to the basic school as well and uh, I have been very active in my classes both in basic school and primary school I've always been a high achiever and I think that's what really stuck with me even to now now that I'm finishing high school I'm going off to college all right so both of you have demonstrated self-motivation over the years in regards to your educational pursuits and Based on the information you're giving us now, you've had above average academic results. Uh, Anake first, and then Zaria, what has motivated you to achieve your goals? And 
how do you feel about your achievements? And we're going to get into how important they are to your overall objectives, but, but let's start with those two questions. So I, I always wanted better. I always wanted more and I always wanted to be more. When I was going to prep school, I was the girl who always came first in class. And whenever we had used to have a thing called marks reading where the teacher would come out and read who got the most in the class. And they would always leave my name for last because I knew that I was the person who would get the most. And I always felt as if I had to, to, to do better each time. I, as I said, I'm a lover of the performing arts. And one thing I always say that I'm as good as my last performance. I'm always about reaching higher, aiming higher and setting a higher standard for myself. And that's one of the reasons why I would say that I'm intrinsically motivated because I keep pushing myself to, to, to do that. And how that makes me feel is that I am very happy and I'm very proud that I was able to achieve this. And in addition to that, my parents have made huge sacrifices to ensure that I get to where I am. And I've, I always knew that it's not something I can play around with. So because of that influence and that, that voice in the back of my head saying, your father is overseas, he's working, he's not here with you. He's sending back whatever he's making so that you can keep going forward. And that's been happening ever since I started school, he's always been away. And I know Father's Day is coming up, love you daddy. And he's always sending that back. My mom is always there in my corner supporting me, giving me whatever she has to give me. And I just can't afford for that to go to waste. I'm very proud of everything that, that, I, that I've done so far and, and the impact that I've had on society while doing so. So I haven't always just been a bookworm, I've always been somebody who is involved I've been a youth leader. I've always been encouraging other people to say, hey, I've done it, so you can do it too. And I think that's very important in terms of the person I am and the person who I hope to become in the future. All right, Daria? My motivation is actually quite similar to Anarchy's as well. I have been, I ever since I've known myself, I've always been very intrinsically motivated. So I've always been, my biggest competition. Yeah. So if I got a 92 on a math test yesterday, then I'll mm -hmm. say, okay, next week I'm going to get a hundred yeah. on that math test. <laughs> and I work towards it and trust and believe I'm going to get it. So just being better than who I was yesterday, that's a very big motivator for me. And uh, seeing how much I have been able to accomplish so far and knowing that, uh, wow, I can do this. Mm -hmm. I already have all the capabilities. I have everything I need. So once I put my mind to it, I will achieve it. Because I believe that once you can perceive it and you believe it, then you will achieve it no matter what. So I think just being able to believe in myself and believe in that there's more out there for me, more that I can achieve, that's a big motivator for me. And my parents as well, they're very encouraging in terms of this mindset. They're always pushing me to go above and beyond. They're always, you know, pushing me to do different activities, get involved in different stuff that will, that I can explore my different interests, not just academics, but also outside of that. So that's a really big motivator for me as well. As well as I have my two younger sisters, as well as other persons looking on and they're seeing me and they're seeing me doing all these amazing stuff. And they're wondering, hmm, I can actually do that too. So just knowing that there are people out there looking at me, even though I don't really know, and to see that I'm setting some form of example for them to know that they can achieve whatever they believe in, that's also a big motivator for me. 
Okay, so we have two very like-minded young ladies on our program today. All right, so <laughs> in our conversation, Dario, I heard you mention Harvard University. Tell us, yes. what are your plans for the future? Uh, Harvard <laughs> is a very prestigious university. Prestigious. How did that happen? Well, just the thought of going to Harvard, it's still, it's still very mind-boggling to me. It's still something I haven't been able to fully accept as yet because, I mean, no one goes gets into Harvard. But here am I, the little Jamaican girl, just putting him on his application and they decided to accept me. So I was like, wow, okay. So this is an opportunity that I definitely have to take full advantage of. So I'm looking forward to all the academic opportunities that they'll have. So I'm planning to pursue biomedical engineering because I love problem solving and I love medicine, as well as I'm looking forward to all the different connections and networks that I can build abroad and hoping to have that information and have that knowledge and being able to impart that knowledge and I come back here actually to help build up the country. So I'm very excited. All right, so Miss Darius heading off to Harvard and all these um, interesting studies, areas of studies, bio, what's that, biotechnology? Biomedical engineering. Ah, biomedical engineering. All right, Mr. Anneke, you think you can top that in your medical field? What, no, what was I was just about to say, Cesaria, big up yourself. That's a great accomplishment. Thank That's you, Anneke. That's a Anna very Kay. great accomplishment. Um, for me, initially when I started medical school, I had my, well, I had, when I was younger, I had my eyes set on neurosurgery. And then around 2018, when I just got into medical school, I had my eyes on pathology. And right now my eyes are on the graduation date because what many people don't realize is that it is so much more difficult than you think it is. And you don't realize it until you get there that yes, you still have these dreams. Yes, you still have these things that you want to do, but it's so difficult. So right now I'm focusing on getting to next year May when I'm doing my final MBBS examinations. And then I think I'm going to ease into something that I like, which I don't know what that is right now, because medicine is so interesting. It's so exciting. And then every day you fall in love with something else. Yeah. So I have no yeah. idea what exactly I'm going to specialize in. I have my eyes on obs and gynae, general surge. I also like orthopedics a little bit. So I'm not really sure. But I just know that I see myself as somebody who would be a community doctor, just giving back in any way I can. I, I can see myself in the future having blood drives, community fairs. That's the kind of person I am. I can see myself having interviews, sharing medical information, probably having a social media platform where I share about it. And in my younger days, I was a youth advocate. Well, not really was, but I still am a youth advocate for girls who know that shares sexual and reproductive health rights education to young men. And that's something I can see myself going to do in the future. So probably ups and gyne thereabouts. I'm not really sure. All right. So both of you are basically aspiring for higher heights. You see yourself, you know, reaching to the pinnacle of your dreams and aspirations. No, when you're finished studying, how do you plan to, and Anneke just mentioned a few, but how do both of you plan to contribute to your country and to your community 
after you have graduated? You can start with Anaki first. Right. So as I mentioned before, I, I see myself as being a community doctor and, and, and I want to, to be able to share whatever I've learned with the community. So I know that in a lot of communities, particularly where I'm from, you might have persons who need access to healthcare and they might not necessarily be able to afford it. So one of the things I know I want to do is to have at least once a year, if it's even before school, to collaborate with other persons in the medical field to just offer that kind of healthcare for young people who might need to be go back, who might need to go back to school and they might need their medicals. And one of the problems that we have in Jamaica is a shortage of blood. Oftentimes you hear about persons doing surgery and they don't have enough blood for that. So I think about having blood drives and also just it just it's just sessions here and there just informing persons, especially young women, about how they can go about their reproductive health and maintaining that throughout my career as a doctor. All right. So Zaria, what, what plans do you have to contribute to your community and to your country? Well, as I mentioned before, I'm going into <clears throat> biomedical engineering. So that is in the medical field where you basically design different devices that are used by different medical professionals, as well as uh, there's also the design of artificial organs and uh, all nice. of that jazz, all of that stuff. So I, one of my long-term goals actually is to set up some official medical research labs here in Jamaica mm -hmm. and then across the Caribbean hopefully I get to branch off that far. So it's just really to increase the access of advanced medical technologies that are here in the island as there are many first world countries out there with all these advanced technologies and have these advanced resources to create vaccines and all of that. And I'm just like, we can do that here in Jamaica too, hello. So that is really one of my long-term goals. So I believe after I graduate, I'll be, working towards achieving that goal. So whether it's engaging in research, networking with people, starting to go around in the different hospitals or doctor's offices across the island, just to become more aware of what our situation is like and how I can use my knowledge to help improve our standards as they are now. All right, so today we have with us Anike Hudson and Daria Ferguson. And they are bright minds here in Jamaica who are looking forward to contributing to their community and their country after graduating. We are taking a break now on Impact in Jamaica to hear from our sponsor. We want to help you mark every milestone, celebrate the joy of living. Cheers to the best in life. Drink and live responsibly. A message from Red Stripe, part of the Heineken Company. Searching for a one-stop solution to all your facility's maintenance needs? Visit Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center. We stock a wide range of COVID-19 washroom, cleaning and other supplies, gardening tools, chemicals and more. Our experts are always ready to give you the best advice. Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center, 14 Collins Green Avenue, Kingston, Freeport Commercial Center, Montego Bay and 33 Ward Avenue, Mandeville. Visit or call us today, 876-920-47215. Come back. I know Pinky this time. Akeisha. Keisha. Just like me tell Pinky. Give GPS your number and then we'll send your text with them things here. So you can't stop, knock me door. What you mean? 
mean? DM or call JPS and tell them to add your phone number to your account and you will know everything all the time. You're not for ask. Send your current contact information and always be in the know. Visit jpsco.com for more info. Welcome back to Impact in Jamaica. We are speaking with Anna K. Hudson and Zaria Ferguson. They are Burger King Scholarship Award recipients. Yes, they are sharing with us their journey and how they have triumphed over countless hurdles on their quest to achieving their dreams and aspirations. So let's share with you the newest scholarship offers from Burger King. Uh, these include the Burger King Foundation Employee Tertiary Scholarship, which is $300,000 per year for three years of tertiary studies, the Burger King Foundation Employee Tertiary Bursary, which is $150,000 per year for three years of tertiary studies, the Burger King Foundation Tertiary Scholarship, which is $300,000 per year for three years of tertiary studies, and the Burger King Foundation Tertiary Bursary, which is $150,000 per year for three years of tertiary studies. Anna Kay, how did this scholarship assist you in realizing your dream? What was the value of the scholarship that you received and what does it entail? Okay, so I received the Burger King Open Scholarship in 2018 and I received $300,000 per year for three years. So the total value of it would have been $900,000. Um, if you know what the school fee at um, UWE for Medicine is like, that's a great assistance because I am a full fee paying student with a partial bursary. So I pay about 14,000 USD per year. So the total cost is 28,000 USD. So that has helped me a lot. If I did not get this Burger King scholarship, I don't know what I would be doing. I would probably be, be on the roadside. I mean, it's probably not that far off. I, I doubt that very honestly, much, but I'm sure you would have gotten so I doubt that very much along the way. I'm, I'm, I'm just showing you how important it was that I got this scholarship when I did it. Because when I went to apply, you had to show that you we're gonna come up with the money somehow. And this money that I got from Burger King was able to say, okay, all right then, you look like you can afford it, we can keep going. So it, 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 if I didn't get the scholarship, I would not be doing medicine. I'd probably be doing something else. And I would be completely unhappy because I would not be doing what I want to do. And there are so many people caught up in doing things that they don't want to do and I would not have wanted to be in that position. So it really, it really offset the cost for me a lot. Um, I was able to pay for, I think in the first year, I was able to offset the cost for housing. And in the second and third years, I would have paid that directly to my tuition. And that would have helped me to clear the balances that I would have had for those years. What is, what is the cost of uh, pursuing medicine now at the University of the West Indies? It's, it's 28,000 USD, which works out to be just under 4 million Jamaican dollars per and year. And that's per year? That's per year. If you have no other scholarship or anything contributing, that's the that's the that's the raw value. Okay, so, and 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 the value of your scholarship was what three hundred thousand per year. Three hundred thousand dollars per year. 
Mm. So, so in addition to I also do have other I had student loan, I had another scholarship um from UE and the balance I think so each year I would get three hundred thousand dollars and that would kind of offset where I fell short in what my family was able to provide on the other half. All right, so Burger King definitely came to your rescue, Miss Daria. Definitely came to my rescue. Miss <laughs> Daria, how, what is the value of the scholarship that you received and what did it entail? Okay, so in 2015, I received the National Scholarship for GSAT. So that was in 2015, I was just entering high school at that time. The value of the scholarship was around $200,000 and that was for my five years, the first five years of high school. So from grade seven to grade 11. And that scholarship was definitely, it was very helpful, very beneficial to my family to help us offset a lot of the costs that come with starting high school and getting all the supplies needed, paying the school fee, et cetera, et cetera. And along with the fact that I have two younger sisters who are also in school as well. And of course my parents would need to provide for them. So being able to have this scholarship, it was, was a great motivator as well in terms of all the stuff that I've been able to achieve in high school, knowing that I'm getting the support from Burger King to be able to do high school and do it well and to achieve all these things and to just be my best self. So definitely the scholarship was very helpful and I'm truly grateful for it. One more, one more thing I would like to add is that um, one of the requirements was to maintain a good average and even on yes, days yes. when I felt like I didn't want to do any work. I didn't, I didn't want to keep going. I, I, I fed up with medical school and I wanted to drop out. That, those thoughts were quickly erased from my mind when I realized that, Anake, if you don't keep this scholarship, you can't go any further with this medical school business. So you have to keep working hard. You have to maintain that average. You have to keep performing well. You, keep, have, to, you have to keep doing better than you did last time yeah. because this is on the line. So it, it helped me to, to maintain a standard for myself that I don't think I would have maintained otherwise because I just hit in, my back, in the back of my mind, Burger King is counting on you. Burger King believes in you and you cannot afford to let the scholarship down. So it also helped in that way as well. Yeah, the same for me as well. In, in terms of, in terms of uh, motivation, Zario? Yeah, with the... Because as there was mentioned, there's a great requirement in order to renew the scholarship each and every year. So of course, of course, I tried as my best as possible to maintain my average throughout my years of high school because I know that I have this scholarship counting on and I can't fumble the bag. <laughs> so <laughs> I made sure to do well in school and to have my grades up so that I can get the scholarship each and every year to help me with my high school tenure. All right. So Anike, your parting words to young people who want to achieve their goals, encourage them to, in very short, encourage them to know, continue, both of you, to continue and, you know, send them to apply for a Burger King scholarship. So my, advi my advice to anyone out there is that, as Burger King says, you can have it your way and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. You only need to work hard, put your head to, the, to your books and focus. There are many opportunities, opportunities out there for you. Just go to the Burger King website and look at all the scholarships available. 
pick the one that is best for you, the one that you're qualified for and apply and just keep applying. And once you get through, just keep working hard and everything, everything will work out in God's time. Ms. Ariel? My advice would definitely be that you should always go above and beyond whatever you think you can achieve. You should definitely not limit yourself because you can definitely achieve anything you put your mind to. And as well as you have everything you need. I mean, Brother King has these scholarships open and they're waiting and they're willing for you to apply. And even if you don't feel as if you're eligible, still apply. I mean, it can't hurt not to apply and you wouldn't want to yeah. miss out on such an awesome opportunity that could really be beneficial to your education. And education is very important. So I would definitely say, believe in yourself, don't limit yourself and definitely apply for this scholarships it will turn out for the better trust me all right so the burger king having it your way that's the code right burger king have it your way so today on impact in jamaica we had with us anake hudson and daria ferguson anake is a fourth year medical student at the university of the west indies and Miss Ferguson is at Immaculate Conception High School. You're completing your final year, right? Yes, I am. All right, so she's going to be going off to the prestigious Harvard University in the United States. Now, this year, uh, Burger King has committed to providing over 25 scholarships and book grants to high-achieving children and young adults, Allen Wilder. Uh, these scholarships include the Burger King Foundation Employee Tertiary Scholarship, the Burger King Foundation Employee Tertiary Bursary, the Burger King Foundation Tertiary Scholarship, and the Burger King Foundation Tertiary Bursary. So Burger King is giving these students their academic rocket ships that they need to fuel and chase their dreams. This is Keisha Hill. Thank you so much for joining me on Impacting Jamaica. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Red Stripe, Kyramed, and Proven Investments Limited. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email to impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com.